for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to have you with us tonight. Uh, man, so much to go over tonight. Uh, we've got a special guest coming in at 9.30 p.m. tonight in 30 minutes. Josh Peck is here, filmmaker, to talk about child sex trafficking uh, I watched half of the video today. It was literally heartbreaking. I mean, this is just horrible, horrible stuff. And this is uh, this video has got to get out. More people have to know about this. This is just something that is absolutely horrible and hidden in our society. We're going to get into all that tonight at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Next Sunday, my producer confirmed with me today that we have booked to come back already. Uh, he's only with us usually every three or four months, but he's coming back already because of the election. Pastor Paul Bagley will be here next Sunday night. All right, let's get into it tonight. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. My message for Democrats, you have been caught. You know, see, here's the thing about Democrats. Democrats will will plagiarize <laughs> their speeches and then not realize that somebody could just go check that in a couple of seconds and figure out that they cheated, that that's not their own original content. Democrats will cheat. They will lie. They will try to steal elections, but uh, they're not very smart. And, and it's uh, so easy for them to get caught. And it looks like their hand has been caught in the cookie jar many, many times over. Um, but I want to start by asking you, where are the Trump riots? Wasn't this the narrative that all of these blue states were boarding up because they were getting ready for us Trump supporters to come in and start burning down buildings and looting and all of that kind of thing. Uh, I, I didn't hear about any of uh, any of that happening. <laughs> I, I missed it. I missed the memo where all the Trump people got together and rioted. Uh, and see, this is the thing that the media will not concede. They will not concede that Trump supporters are not violent like those on the left. You know, they're famous for saying, well, look, if if the Trump supporters were in this position, they would do this same thing. Not so. Not so. This is a, a different class of people that are supporting Donald Trump. We are not rioters. We are not looters. We are not burning down buildings. Uh, we're going to approach this from a much higher level. We're going to approach this from a much higher intellectual level, and we're going to win. Now, let me say this, though. I've got a ton of information to share with you tonight in a short period of time to get it to you about why I think Trump may ultimately win this election. But let me start by saying this. Even if Trump does not win, the revolution has begun. And I don't mean revolution in terms of a, a shooting war or any of that. That's not what I'm saying. So don't take me out of context. Don't ban my video because I'm saying that. 
I'm talking about a political revolution. And, and here's what I'm talking about. 70 million plus people voted for Trump. Uh, there was no thought that Trump was going to even get close, right? The, the, the media narrative was that this was a total blowout, that those of us uh, Trump supporters, uh, we'd been marginalized. Uh, Biden's up by what, 15%, 17%. But now, even if Trump loses, think about this. They still have to deal with more than 70 million of us that supported Trump. And I can tell you some major things are happening right now, and I'm going to get into this in a minute, in terms of mass exodus of Facebook and Twitter. Uh, there, there are going to be consequences to pay. Uh, the left is going to have to pay uh, for all of their censorship, all of their shenanigans, all of their uh, false narratives about there's no evidence, none at all of any uh, election fraud. They're going to have to pay the price. And when you're a big company like Facebook or Twitter and you're looking at losing half of your of your base, that's huge. That's huge. So many people are moving to Parler tonight that Parler cannot keep their servers online. This this is what is happening. And and even if Trump does not pull this out, I bet you anything he'll go out and start his own TV network. He'll start his own social media channels. He'll be able to do more to irritate the left outside of the White House than he probably has been able to within the White House. Because remember, you know, as president, there's only so much you could do. You've got to still get the rhino Republicans uh, to back you. But if you're out in the private sector and you're the CEO of a company, you just do what you want to do. You're able to just make decisions and move forward. And, and maybe, I don't know, I'm just trying to look for the silver lining here. Maybe God's plan is Trump is not reelected and Trump is able to uh, do more for the conservative cause uh, in the private sector than he could even do as president. But I'm not willing to concede for one second uh, this election. And I sure hope that Trump is going to continue to fight because uh, there's a lot going on. Let me say this. I don't have time to get into this tonight, but I did post a video on all my social media feeds sharing with you a breakdown of what is happening right now. Uh, the Google election map, if you go over there and take a look, there are razor thin margins in these battleground states, um, in particular uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, we're watching closely what's happening in Arizona and even in Nevada. Um, and so even just the, the regular organic vote without regards to any of these legal challenges where, where thousands or tens of thousands of votes may be thrown out because they were um, invalid, fraudulent votes, even without that, Trump is gaining ground in these states. And I mean, who knows? Who knows what could happen? And as I said in my video, they, they decided they were just going to go ahead and announce uh, uh, president-elect Biden and, and make have the big speech last night uh, and all of that. And I want to talk about that in a minute, about why they did that. But let me tell you, this is not over. This is not over. Um, I'm asking people to share the video that I posted to Facebook. You can find me on Facebook, James L. Paris. You can find me on Twitter, James L. Paris. The video is over on, on Twitter as well. It's also on our ChristianMoney.com page. I'm asking people to share this video. Because the video I filmed today shows you how tiny, 
how tiny, how razor thin the margin is in these battleground states. And uh, it is not over. It is absolutely not over. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, hey, this is a crazy conspiracy theory um, that all of these votes are invalid and dead people are voting and there are computer errors and all these things are happening. Okay, you could say that and you can just dismiss all that. But the reality is that we now have witnesses, people signing affidavits. There are videos, there are records, there are computer records to show that there are software errors. This is all coming together. This is massive. This is not one person coming forward or just some conspiracy theory. Uh, there is a tremendous amount of evidence uh, in it just in Pennsylvania alone. I believe it was Giuliani said he has 50 witnesses so far coming forward to sign affidavits that are willing to testify in court about the voter fraud. Uh, but look, uh, as I said a moment ago, cheaters are easy to get caught. And probably one of the most significant things here today that I looked at was some of these statistical analyses that are happening where what they're looking at is they're looking at the down ticket and, and they're finding that there are literally tens of thousands of thousands of thousands of votes in these battleground states where people only voted for president. They didn't vote for any of the down ballot uh, elections, which is an anomaly, which raises questions, right? Why would you just vote for the president and not take a second and, and click off at least your, your you know, Congress, your senatorial races, just skip all of that. And, and these are, these are anomalies. These are, uh, numbers that are higher, uh, than you would ever see. So these sort of statistical anomalies, these are, are, are the problem for the Democrats because, and this is why they're rushing. Let me get into this. I believe this is all part of a psychological operation. They wanted Biden to claim victory right away, which he did yesterday, it gave his speech. Uh, Kamala Harris gave her speech. They're now calling him president-elect Biden. This is all part of a psychological operation, which what they're betting is this, that if they can gaslight us and just say, what, there, there's nothing to look at here. Everyone move along. There are no questions to be asked here. And, and they've already been calling Biden president-elect for you know several days where you know this has gone out a week or maybe two weeks from now. Uh, the idea would be to put pressure on the courts uh, to basically put the courts in a position that they would be overturning an election as opposed to looking at this, which is how it should be looked at, which is don't forget Al Gore was given 37 days, 37 days to litigate his argument uh, for the recount and what happened in Florida and all of that. He was given 37 days and the same media said he had every right to do it. And, uh, Bush needed to wait and all of that, but not the case with Trump. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy, the double standards that you see. But in any case, what is going to happen here uh, is over the coming days, we're going to start to see uh, more and more of this evidence that is coming out. And as I said on my video that I posted today, look, if in the end all the votes are counted, 
and all the fraud is resolved. And in the end, Biden has won fair and square. Then he's won fair and square. I will accept him as president. I will pray for him as I did for Barack Obama. Um, You know, I'll be critical of him uh, when necessary, which will probably be often, but I will consider him to be my president. So I am not a never Biden person. Uh, You know, if Biden legitimately wins, then he legitimately wins. But there's so much smoke. There's so much smoke. Now, I want you to watch something here. Um, The media, they all get together and they have the same script. So I want to tell you what the script is right now. So the script, the last two or three days has been this phrase. There is no evidence of voter fraud. You've heard it. They are. They're all saying it. There is no evidence of voter fraud. Now, watch this. Just today, they flipped their script. Here is the new phrase that you will hear them using now. Starting this afternoon, I believe this morning, Stephanopoulos was the first one to use it. Here's the new phrase. There is no evidence of widespread voter fraud. See that? So, so when any of these, uh, you know, proponents for Trump go on their programs to be interviewed, they're no longer going to be able to say there is no evidence of voter fraud because there's tons of evidence. What they're going to now say is this, there is no evidence of widespread voter fraud. And that means that subjectively they get to decide what widespread means. So if you're on a show with them and you've got a three minute interview and they ask, they they tell you there's no widespread fraud and you start giving them examples, they'll just simply cut you off and say, well, you could give me three examples. That's not widespread. So, (laughs) I mean, unless you're on with them for three hours to give them all the examples, they're going to be able to cut you off. Now this week, all of the people out there advocating for Trump's position, they're just going to say now there is quote, no evidence of widespread voter fraud. This is the new phrase. They started using it this morning. You're going to see it throughout the rest of the week. Um, This is clearly no doubt a psychological operation to get everybody now to accept Biden as president elect. Uh, he, he's doing all the things now. Let me, let me give you the, uh, I'm going to give you the, the analogy back when I was in sales, uh, I was a stockbroker for many years. Then I became a financial planner. I went to a lot of these sales seminars and one of the tricks salesmen use is what they call assume the sale. So you've got somebody really close uh, to, to buying your product, signing up for your service. And what you do is you just assume they're going to buy it. You just start giving them paperwork and a pen to sign it with. And uh, you pick up the phone and you call the detail guy and say, go get that car, you know, washed and waxed and ready to go because Mr. Jones here is going to be, be driving that out today. You just start down that road and you assume the sale, the oldest trick in sales. And that's exactly what's happening. 
Uh, so, so Biden is basically moving forward, uh, setting up a transition team. There's a transition team website. They're starting to name, uh, potential cabinet members, uh, the speculation they're starting to float trial balloons on different cabinet members. There's a, a COVID-19 task force, which will be announced tomorrow. All of this stuff is, is happening. They're all moving forward, gaslighting us. Nothing to see here. Nothing to look at. This is over. It is not over. It is not over. And let me just tell you how close that it is to, to flipping back. Um, if, if you were to take away two states, uh, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, both have tiny, tiny uh, percentage margins for Biden. If there's enough of a challenge in those states to get rid of those votes that give Biden the lead, that's it. Biden is no longer president-elect. He would lose those two states. He would lose 30 electoral votes so he would go down from where he is now to 260 which he would be 10 short and that doesn't even address what happens uh with arizona possibly nevada all of that so so this is i mean this is happening and i i asked the question in my video uh, that i posted today what are they going to do if that in fact uh, does occur <laughs> do they retract the uh, president-elect title do they, do they all of a sudden, let's say Thursday or Friday of this week or whenever that could happen, maybe, maybe it'll take longer than that. Do they say, well, he's no longer the president-elect. Um, maybe they'll come up with some other fancy term like the, the presumed president-elect or some other spin on it. This is just going to be crazy to watch the media go insane, right? When the numbers change here, if this happens... And Biden no longer has the 270. What in the world are they going to do now? Uh, talking about statistics, they're 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 really drilling down and looking at at the statistics. I mean, we've got all these stories, right? Uh, dead people are voting. People that are no longer residents are voting. We've got uh, stories of computer software flipping thousands of votes from Biden to Trump. Now, I don't think that, you know, people say, oh, it was just a computer error. I don't think it was an error. I'm sorry. I just don't believe that the computer is going to accidentally move all these votes uh, to Biden, especially when <laughs> there are Democrats in charge that all of a sudden by accident, this software, which, by the way, the same software is used in 30 states that accidentally gave Biden thousands of votes. Now, all of this has to be worked out. There's all of this stuff. Uh, we've got uh, uh, in Michigan alone, I've got this here on my screen. In Michigan alone, 150,000 Michigan presidential voters did not vote for their Senate candidate. How could that possibly be? Let me say that again. 150,000 Michigan presidential voters did not vote for the senatorial candidate. This is just not possible. And this is what's going to happen. The devil is in the details. Once they start drilling down and getting to look at what has happened, the Democrats are not going to be able to cover their tracks. I mean, look, this if you didn't cheat, why would you care if you didn't cheat? Why would you not want to just let the Republicans come in and look at everything? I mean, this would be the best thing for both sides, right? I mean, if you're if you're Joe Biden and, and, and your people didn't cheat, you want to be a legitimate president. 
You don't want to have this hanging over your head that you were elected like a leader of a third world country was elected through through fraud and, and cheating and all of that. You don't want that if you're Joe Biden. So this is the best thing for both sides, right? I mean, Trump should know whether he legitimately won or lost. And if he legitimately lost, the word is he will concede as a gentleman and, 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 and leave. And, 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 and that's that. And, and I know he would do that. Um, but, but what is the problem here? Why do they have to go to court to be able to have access to this information? Why is it being hidden? Why are they papering over the windows? If you have nothing to hide, why not just open up the books and let the Republicans look at it? Now, it's fascinating as we continue to be gaslit by the uh, not only the left, but also uh, the, the establishment. And a lot of people today, I'm telling you, including myself, um, I was one that I, I personally really liked George W. Bush. I, I really liked George W. Bush. I voted for him twice. Uh, but both George W. Bush and his brother, Jeb, and then I, their, their, their lost brother from another mother, <laughs> looks like Mitt Romney, all came out and basically congratulated Biden. Uh, George Bush went so far as to say the election was fundamentally fair. And uh, that that Biden won and they congratulated Biden. So they want to get rid of Trump. All these people want to get rid of Trump, except more than 70 million of us that voted for Trump. And I'm telling you, a major shakeup is coming. Uh, Social media giants are about to pay the price. Tons of people, tons of people, thousands upon thousands upon thousands are heading for the exits, leaving Facebook, uh, leaving Twitter. So many people are moving to parlor today, tonight, that their servers keep going down. And by the way, I just set up my account over at MeWe. That's M-E-W-E, if you're not familiar with it. It is an alternative to Facebook. So there's your alternative to Facebook, MeWe. And I'm over there. My name, my username is James L. Paris, just like it is on all my other social media. But I'm also on parlor. I've been on parlor now for a few months uh, my name there is James L. Paris. Uh, and, and then when you look at what's happening, not just with the social media, but with the uh, television uh, channels, uh, you know, cable TV and all that, uh, Fox News really made a decision that they were going to uh, go against Trump, uh, you know, giving Arizona so early to to Biden um, and just a number of things they've done. Um, they've suspended uh, Judge Janine is now suspended from Fox News because apparently she had the audacity to um, go on her show. Uh, she had taped a show that would be uh, last night that was going to expose a lot of this voter fraud and to give her opinion as a judge, as a legal analyst. They've suspended her from Fox News. We don't know if her show is canceled, uh, but Fox News is going to the dark side. And so many people are are, are running from Fox News they're losing the conservatives. They're going over to uh, One America News Network. They're going over to um, WND. Uh, all these other conservative channels are picking up, um, you know, these these viewers. Uh, it's it's probably the end for Fox News as far as you know being the conservative option. Um, I'm wondering what's going to happen with Hannity. You know, Hannity's not going to stand down. Uh, you know, is he going to be? The next to go or Tucker Carlson or Laura Ingram, uh, any of these others, I, I don't know. 
But I think we're looking at a major revolution. Obviously, you know, 70 million plus people are going to have to be dealt with. Um, You simply just cannot say, uh, look, there's nothing to see here. I mean, Trump as the candidate and all of us that voted for him, we have the right to see the backup to this. And I was trying to think of an analogy the last couple of days. Because I know not everybody is a political junkie like me. Not everybody follows all of this. I get that. So let me kind of give you an example that might hit home with you. Let's say that you go to bed tonight and you go online and you check your bank balance and your bank balance is $1,000. And you wake up in the morning and all of a sudden your account is negative. It's negative a couple hundred bucks and you're thinking, what the heck happened? I didn't spend any money. I had a thousand dollars in the bank and I wake up this morning and my account is negative. So you pick up the phone and you call the bank and you say, look, what's going on with my account? Uh, I need to understand where that thousand dollars went. I can't see that on my account. I just see that I have a negative balance and I went to bed last night. I had a thousand dollars. The bank would never, ever <laughs> try to say to you, look, uh, it's, it's negative. And that's it. You're, you're not going to get to look at, at why. You're just going to have to believe that, that your account went negative, and that somehow, some way, you spent your money, and now you're negative. I mean, think of it on that scale, but think of it in terms of the election. I mean, Trump goes to bed, he's up what, like 600, 700,000 votes in Pennsylvania? And then all of a sudden, now he, he's, he's down 40, 50,000 votes. And basically what the Democrats are saying and the news media is saying is nothing to see here. Move along. And anybody that wants to question it or look at the details are troublemakers, are conspiracy theorists. There are absolutely no examples of fraud. This is what they're saying. Uh, but yet we've got uh, uh, Giuliani alone has has 50 people, 50 people signing uh, affidavits coming forward just in Pennsylvania. So, you know, the the media has jumped the shark, no doubt. Uh, We've even got people like Anderson Cooper in a bizarre moment comes out uh, in a rant uh, this week and he refers to Trump as an obese turtle that has been flipped on his back and and is uh, laying in the hot sun and can't accept the reality of his situation. This is the, the rant, the bizarre. Who comes up with this? an obese turtle. (laughs) You are an obese turtle. I mean, you know, come up with, if you're going to call someone names, come up with something a little bit less tortured. Okay. But any, in any case, so Anderson Cooper comes out and apologizes for calling Trump an obese turtle. Uh, but this is what's happening. Um, and, and here's my biggest question about the media. Let's say Trump loses. Okay. And he concedes, uh, by the end of the week, and now it's it's really uh, President-elect Biden and all of that. What does CNN do when you turn on CNN? What are they going to do? I mean, they used to have sports and weather, and they'd have news from you know different countries and what was happening around the world and and human interest and all these other things that they did. Um, it's it's all gone. It's it's all just we hate Trump. We hate Trump. We hate Trump. Trump is a liar. Trump is a liar. What do they do now? They've completely rebranded themselves as hating Trump 24-7. So how do they transition back from that 
to to I mean, it's almost like as much as they want Trump to lose, they're like the dog that caught the car. And and now what are they going to do? They don't have anyone to hate anymore if Trump goes away. They don't have Trump uh, to go after 24-7. So you just wonder, you know, what is the business plan then? I mean, they've literally rebranded themselves for the last four years as the hate Trump channel. So how do they continue on, especially with Biden in office that they're supposed to be? You know, Biden has got everything right. He's perfect. Uh, He's a genius. He's going to solve all of our problems. He's going to get rid of covid. He's going to get rid of global warming, all of these wonderful things. No one's going to watch that. No one's going to watch that. So they've got to find some new villain to go after or something. I don't know. And then there's talk that maybe Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, is going to end up uh, uh, buying CNN. Who knows uh, what will happen? I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a crazy world. But but look, here's what bottom line for this new segment is this. Watch what's happening. Watch what's happening. You, we very well, very well could see this thing flip back. Do not give up hope. No guarantees, but a lot of things are happening. A lot of good things are happening. And this is by no means over. As I said on my video uh, earlier today that I posted, which is going viral, this is a jump ball. It's too close to call. I think uh, definitely when you get into like possibly eliminating tens of thousands of votes, when you get into these battleground states, I mean, that's a game changer. It puts Trump clearly in the lead because he's just trailing by the tiniest of percentages, in some cases, less than a half a percentage point. I mean, it's it's so close. And if there's even, you know, the tiniest hint of fraud that tips it back to Trump. Uh, so we're going to see. All right. Before we close out this segment, uh, asking you to help support the show. We don't have commercials. Uh, the sponsor tonight is my online business training program. If you'd like to find out more about it, help support the show. You go to varstraining.com. That's the virtual asset retirement system. All the ways that I make my full-time living online, I teach you in the course. And we've got a special $17 trial offer. So if you want to help out the show and find out how you might be able to start your own online business and become a Christian conservative influencer yourself, check out varstraining.com. That's V like in Victor, A-R-S, varstraining.com. Tonight's sponsor, varstraining.com. All right, we're going to take a one-minute break. We're going to refire the open. When we come back, we're going to shift gears, and we're going to talk about this incredible movie that is now out exposing child sex trafficking. You're not going to want to miss this. It is our special guest segment with filmmaker Josh Peck. We'll be back in one minute. Stand by.